Italian man. No, but you know he like him blood though. Yeah. Last, when I bumped into him at Village Market, uh, oh, he had some. F- he was the only white man around some black shorties, middle-aged shorties, or like, oh, like say thirties or something. Uh, yeah, but you didn't see how he was out there checking them babes out. Yeah, oh yeah. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Remember I, when he told us he he banged that chick who you know, she was amputated one leg. Oh yeah, <laughs> what? He's like wow. that ain't never stopped me. <laughs> wow. My man's a sniper, boy. <laughs> I don't know y'all are wondering who we talking about. <laughs> well, we can't tell you, man. Mm. That part can go out, though. Yeah, it can, bro. It, once it's it edited, out. anything is possible. <laughs> the mics are blood clot open. Check, check, check. Select accent for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin. Calvin always late. <laughs> Episode 27 of the mics are open. This is, of course, your weekly catch up with all of the crazy shit that we go through in life. My name is G Money. Andy Young. Big C. Uh huh. Man, Big C is really stuck though. Yeah. Fuck. People call you Big C. Yeah. What does the C stand for? Cunt. <laughs> Coon. Wow. Character. Wow. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Mandem. Well gone. So yesterday my sister called me. Uh huh. She ain't called me. Give her my number. Oh, no, she's, hell no. She's, ma- nah. she's, she's married, married, she's married yeah. She's fine, though. But married ain't never stop nothing. Oh, married ain't stop nobody from nothing, I, man. Andy, proceed. One yeah. thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the radio station. <laughs> Fuck that. Go on. All right. Then uh, she was going like, um, have you spoken to your mother of late? I'm like, yeah, I just talked to her yesterday. She's like, has she told you anything? I'm like, um. Is your mom pregnant? Oh, my God. Nah. Okay. Are they getting a divorce? No. Please. No, Sorry, I mean, I didn't God mean, forbid, you knock on wood, man. I didn't mean that. Knock on wood. Mm. Is she seeing someone else? Wait, you're saying please, like they divorce? Damn. No, no. Who please, man. Who would you go with? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So right. go on, continue your story. So yeah, um, so okay, my mom hasn't been feeling well of late. Ah. So I'm I'm starting to get a little bit scared because my mom ain't told me nothing serious, you know. Okay. So um, like um, yeah, she told me she started doing some. They, they, there's a parlor, there's a massage parlor that they've discovered with my dad. It's it's really, really helping them out, you know. Your dad goes to a massage parlor? Yeah, with, with my mom. <laughs> Happy ending. <laughs> Obviously, wow. the massages are done in separate rooms, right? Um, nah, I, I, couple, I didn't ask for the details, together. bro. Why the fuck would I get a couple massage? See, it's in the same room. You're lying on one bed, she's lying on the other bed. Bro, another your woman being comfortable with another woman holding you. Could yeah, be a man. What level of insecurity is that, what bro? Yeah, bro? What do you mean, what level of insecurity? Bro, women are not comfortable. So, imagine, Andy, sorry to cut you short, right? You so you know you're oh, not. A minute ago, his story was important. <laughs> now, no, nah. no, no, no. It's because they're getting massages, right? Mm. So, yeah. G, you're laying here. Yeah. What was the name of his chick? What did we used to call her? G's chick on there? One zero. One zero. Uh. She's laying there. Yeah. And so, you guys are supposed to be all chatty or... No, you're... So you're just there getting a massage, bro. Your face, is, your face is on the massage bed. Your yeah, face is she down. can't see you. She's getting her massage. You're getting your massage. Yeah. Bro, what's you're wrong with that? Conversation. Bro, some dudes grabbing her ass, massaging. You know that crap of that, that, that end of the ass that's very sensitive? Yes. And you're just there no. like <laughs> drooling and... <laughs> nah, bro. Fam, nah. that guy's going to get her wet in the same room as you. And you're... And oh. you won't get hard. Have you ever had a massage? You've, oh, I have. You've sexualized it a great deal. No, it's never but like that. why do you think there's so many massage parlors all over? Yo, but those are whorehouses. No, no, no. There's massage <laughs> parlors, right? No, but I'm trying to say to you that those ones that you see like up the road saying come for a massage at like 
12 a.m. Those are whole houses. With the sexiest lady on the poster. I'm talking about a profile. There is nothing sexual about a massage. I don't think so anyway. And okay. it's, a, it's a Chinese massage parlor. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what, Wait, that, that, changes things. that changed everything. Your what? parents are freaks. <laughs> <laughs> like short oh, people massaging oh, them. I'll never look at them the same way, the bro. Places like we're in Africa. Of all oh. By the way, the one of the best massages I ever got was by this old Thai lady. She broke me over, boy. How old was she? She looked about in her 50s, but she smacked me up. <laughs> No, that's the wrong word. Why, why you she snapped one? me up, rather. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. It was a really good massage. I, I remember it to this day. It was actually in Kigali. Mm. Mm. Okay. So you went to Kigali, where yeah. there's gorgeous women, uh-huh. but you preferred getting a massage from a Thai lady who's above 50. Yo, don't blame Man. me. Blame the spa. You see why the above 30s are coming from you? <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me blame the hotel but yeah, man. F- a true story funny enough Andy before we get on to you I actually met someone who works in that business this week which and business I, um, like massages spa kind of thing uh. and I asked him how's business you know like it's been a bad right, year for right. business and they were like bro actually business has been good they're I, not feeling it you know it's crazy it's funny you should say that because I, I, I was even asking my physio that mm. how's business um, and he's like yo business is good yeah mm. bruh there. Okay. there you go so yeah. your Chinese people massaging your parents yeah, so um, I'm like, that's the only new thing that she's told me. She's like, um, okay, cool. Then she's like, um, I have a surprise for you. Guess what it is? Your mom's pregnant. Why are you fixated on my mom being pregnant, bro? I'm the full stop, man. Dead end. Okay. Yeah, we don't proceed from me, bro. Okay, 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 <laughs> last born. Yeah, so um, my sis goes like, uh, you're about to become an uncle. And I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, your sister's pregnant. Yeah. Man, that homie didn't take time, bro. That's like, wait, he was. She got, how many months pregnant is she? Uh, she told me it's been six weeks now. Okay. Uh, but okay. she got married like about nine months ago, right? God damn, February. February. So it's about nine months ago. Damn. That's a long thing, fam. You didn't wait, bro. He should have bred that up a long time ago. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, okay, cool. Congratulations to her. Yeah, Congratulations man. to you, Yeah, too. man, as yeah. well. You're going to be an uncle. Yeah. We can send diapers. Bro, wait, before, before we get into that, do you like your brother-in-law? Oh, hell yeah. He's a really cool chap. And mm. he's funny. Yeah. yeah. So, so then you, you, you should have no, I don't know, what's the, the weird feeling coming from? I, I don't, bro, it's, it's the first time I'm here. What's, what's the feeling you had the first oh, time we became an uncle? Oh, it's your first. Um, yeah, it's only two of us, I get it now. Bro. I get it yeah. now. I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, it's actually a weird kind of vibe, to be honest. I remember um, when my sister was pregnant mm-hmm. uh, with her first kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It was re- actually. It was actually kind of weird. It is, bro. Cause you d- and you just want to spoil that kid so rotten. And it also was like your sister is like now a Mother. woman. She's yeah, like, yeah, she's grown. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Ah. but but you'll enjoy it though. Yeah, you'll enjoy it, man. I hope she has a. I hope she has a what? A what? A boy. Why? Cause you know girls are fun. Yeah. But boys, boy, you get to. Sp- Spoil them, yo. I used to take my nephew out shopping like every weekend. Yeah. Those little baby Jordans, everything. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a point where I said I couldn't relate to it. Yeah, because you had yeah. a girl first, right? Mm. But I mean, no, like in terms of, yeah, I've got a daughter. Yeah? Oh, shit. Sorry. I think I stopped the point. No, it's still recording. Go on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in terms of sisters and getting kids and siblings, oh, yeah, 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 I couldn't. Do you think that you missed out because you didn't like have a. Fuck yeah. You do, yeah. Jeez, like. Oh, <laughs> It's it's interesting when people talk about their siblings, mm. and 
But I don't know. Just can't relate. Yeah, I can't relate. Yeah, that's yeah. deep. Because, you know, it's funny. It's And it's funny for me. Um, I see some of my friends who have got, like, super huge families. Yeah. And I'm jealous, bro. Like, I wish I had, like, six brothers and all that stuff. For me, I've always wanted... I, I, I've always wanted to have, say, a big sister and a big brother. Mm. Oh, sister. Mm. First and foremost, bruv. Sisters are just amazing. Yeah. You get to find out so many different things from their perspective. True that. It's Your cool. brothers as well. Mm. Yeah. But now, I, but boom, rowing to the world. But also, I think that um, I've got a really good relationship with my brother. Like a oh, really good sure. relationship with my brother. For sure. And um, I don't know if that could have been replicated if uh. I had three or four of them. Because I know uh, pe- I know people mm-hmm. who don't talk to their, their brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that shit is crazy. My mom and her sister never spoke for close to a year. Wow. Yeah, like just bullshit. You yeah. put too it much happens, water bro. in the soup. <laughs> 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 but but it's crazy that you mentioned that. Clearly your brother's your favorite sibling. Um, he is. Yeah. 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 Your point? Does your sister feel bad that... Does she know? I don't know. But <laughs> who who's your sister's favorite sibling amongst you two? I would probably say my brother because they stay in touch a lot more than I do with my sister. Oh, so oh. he's a favorite. So he's a favorite amongst all of you guys. Probably. And the last one as well. Probably. Mm. So last ones actually have a thing to do with this. Mm. Yeah, he's the last one as well. But yeah, that's interesting. Um, um, enjoy it, man. Embrace that shit. I, I better, man. When family goes right. Now, I saw something today on um, Twitter that made me um, think. There's a tweet from a, a chick. I can't remember the, the, the chick's name. But basically, the, 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 the um, thinking behind the, the tweet was that there's this chick who's married this guy. Mm-hmm. And basically, they have a family together. But he had a kid from a previous relationship. Yeah. So now she's paying to take all of them on holiday, mm-hmm. but she's refused to pay to take the the, the 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 firstborn kid outside of the relationship on holiday. Yeah. She says that if they go on holiday, that the, if the father wants to pay for the kid, fine. If the um, mother. mother, the outside mother wants to pay for the kid, fine. She ain't paying for that kid to go on holiday. That's petty as hell, bro. Mm. If 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 you love the guy, yeah, mm. love him with everything that he's got. That's his child, for Pete's sake, man. Mm. You know. So if you're paying for the whole holiday, just pay for everyone. Plan for so, everyone. Guys, let's flip it. Right? Mm. If the guy is going on holiday, well, this never really happened, right? If mm. the guy was supposed to go on holiday with the child and the baby mama, uh-huh. first and foremost, women who your wife yeah. is mm. never gonna allow that. True that. That is never gonna fly. Uh-huh. Unless it's it's probably the only way it works is your kid comes into this new marriage you're right. in and you guys go on holiday together. Right. Right. But, mm. well, that said, right, is um, is the father, because he's the middleman, right? Yeah. yeah. Is he allowed to bring the kids from this other side of his new marriage uh. to a holiday with his baby mama? Well, here's the thing. Well, not with his baby mama, because obviously the wife ain't going to allow him to go on exactly. holiday with baby mama. So you see, there's a bit of... So my, no, my thing is this. Like, I personally found that kind of um, pay. Yeah, I found it petty. pay. It's I found petty. it pay because, as we say in Jamaica, if you if you love the cow, yeah. you have to love the calf. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, let's say, like, for example, let's say that this, let's say this kid, this guy has a, has a kid outside. Yeah. That relationship didn't work. Mm-hmm. But now you come into this new relationship, I'm not trying to say that you should go out there and, and do whatever, but that is the person you love's child. 
Yeah. You can't you can't separate the two. And it's unfair of you. Now, the thing about it is, if it comes down to money, mm. she's saying, okay, I'm not going to um, pay for it. But then I'm saying to herself, why would you need to even express that? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? She's made yeah. it about the money. She's made it about the money, money yeah. not about the relationship with the child. I, actually, and funny enough, let me object. I don't think she's actually made it about the money. But she has. She said, no. she said if that child wants is, is to come on the holiday... She, the, the child must be paid for by the child's yep, mom or dad. Nah, that is using money as a, as a scapegoat. It really mm. isn't. She doesn't like the kid. Okay, right. I, see, I see where Calvin is. Yeah, because you, you know, you'll make it sound like, yeah, pay for it so that mm. just, you know, came in, coming up with an excuse that's, you know, tangible. Yeah. But in real sense, this bitch don't love the kid. And if, also, um, I, uh, to add to that, we don't really have context of what, what has happened. Exactly. True, oh, true, yeah. true. But yeah. it's crazy though. But I, I don't know. I, I just think it sounded petty the way she wrote it out. But on the real though, uh, mm. I've kind of experienced that shit. Mm. In terms of um, women, there's some women who will never really be into me because mm-hmm. I've got a kid. Right. And they'll express it. They'll just be like, hey, bro, uh-uh. Nah, never. But you know, there's also the biggest perception of if you have a child out of wedlock or you have a baby out there, mm-hmm. your baby mama is always going to be in your life. Mm. You guys are smashing. Um, what oh, do you yeah, call it? It's, it's a notion, yeah. Yeah, but it's, 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 that's, inse- but that's, that's, that's also insecurity on yeah. another level. Mm. I don't know. I just think that at the end of the day, it's like, you know, children get caught up in so many things. I mean, you think about it. I look at, I look at people um, who, for whom children have, have is actually brought them to their highest point of, of of love and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of find it, I find it off-putting when people use kids as a, as a... What, an excuse or something? As an excuse, yeah. 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 You know? Kid didn't ask to be put in that position. Exactly. Hmm. You know? Now, now, let me ask Andy a question I've never really asked you. At what age do you actually want to have kids? I don't have a specific age in mind. So if, when I want to have kids. if your chick you're seeing right now got pregnant? God forbid, bro. But I'd, I'd take responsibility, man. Mm. Yeah. I don't think you're ever ready, though. It just happens when it happens. You know I guess. I mean? Why are we so fucking <laughs> deep today? Oh, <laughs> shout going out. There's a brand new um, WhatsApp group that is uh, in Kenya. Uh-huh. Um, basically, shouting out to Bruce, who became a father last, last um, well, earlier this year, year, actually. Yeah. Earlier this year, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, they want to try to intentionally father their kids differently. So I guess it's going to be called something like Dope African Dads. Mm-hmm. There's about 40 or 50 people in the yeah. WhatsApp group already and they're trying, they're going to actually build this into a thing. Because I think that, I think it's actually important for for for, for the, the, the now generation of black fathers to kind of yeah. unlearn some of the things that we went through <clears throat> coming up in our in our generation, it's crazy. Well, I can't relate because I didn't come up with a dad. But <laughs> you know what I mean. It's crazy that you mentioned that. So uh, shout out to Bruce one more time, right? So earlier this year, he posted up a poster. He was like, "Cool, there's a class called Intentional Fatherhood, right?" Mm. So he got me onto it, bro. So I went for it. Um, it's you go for it on a, like a Wednesday or something. Mm. Okay. After work, and you guys get to talk and meet different mm. uh, men who are fathers, mm. bro. Fam, there were guys who were 24, guys who were 40, guys who were 30, guys who were 60. Mm. There were men who were like 60 and he's like, bro, all these years later, I've got a grown daughter, son, but I want to become an intentional father. Right, right, like right. Like sharing the experiences. So what it, what they do is you guys are paired up into like different, um, different age sets, right? Okay. And everybody gets to like experience and talk about... Bro, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like but when then, you think about it, what you just said, right? No one's really ever ready. 
Mm. And it's like one of those growing. Um, mm. yeah, there's, no, there's no manual. Yeah, yeah. there's no yeah. manual. Because there's times when I think about it, I'm like, fuck. And African dads do get a bad rap. Yeah. Like, remember that time we were on the radio and we said to guys, Have you ever hugged your father? Ooh. Guys were like, Are you mad? Why would I hug my dad? And I, I couldn't believe it. Like. And the only guys who would hug their dads was maybe their wedding day or their graduation Fabs, day. The graduation you've day. Not, you've never hugged your pups? Wow. wow. Fabs, you've never hugged your dad? You've Dang. never like hugged your dad like, hey dad, I love you. Give your dad a hug. Wow. I think it's a, it's an hey. African thing. Have you hugged your dad, Andy? Every time I see him, bro. Okay, well you're different. But um, <laughs> but I, I I that shit still blows my mind. Yeah, because if I remember the father figures I've had in my life, my grandfather, bro, he choked me one time. That's the closest. <laughs> <laughs> he choked me one time. That's the closest he ever came to like that kind of endearment. Mm. You've graduated. You've done what? He's just yeah. like okay. Yeah, man, cool, cool. I, I, I would hug my dad with a beretta, but that's <laughs> but that's another story. That's another story. What else is going on in the world these days, man? Yo, fam, mm. fam, fam. Well, I, I, I know we don't really talk about politics, but fucking hell, Brexit. <laughs> What's going on, by the way? Yo, by the way, there's a new. I want to introduce you guys to a new word. Okay. It's called Brexiting. Yeah. Okay. Brexiting is when you're at a party and you say, yo, I'm out, I'm leaving. I'm out. And you don't leave. That's Calvin. <laughs> I swear that's Calvin, man. No, <laughs> yo, I'm out. No, I swear that is Calvin, man. Nah, Hands down. Andy, that's Andy, you, bro. Andy, you've never been with me in a party. Bro, bro. me when I bounce, I bounce. See this guy. Last year, December, when we were doing the end of your party, what, what is it called? High Life. Yeah, High Life. Bro, well, high you, life. You made us put by like an hour and a half before you actually left, man. Bro, high life is a hot mess, man. Mm. Shout out to high life. Yeah, it's coming up. It's co- I she think already has his outfit. <laughs> Yo, I got my outfit, man. I think it's the fifteenth of December. Fam. Yeah, high life, man. There you go. That's a good vibe. So yeah, Brexit. Uh, this whole situation, man. It's mad. It's mad. There's an extension for it. Another extension, <laughs> bro. Fuck it out. But <clears throat> to give context on to, to, to people, how's Brexit really going to affect guys? For, uh, well, pretty like, much at the moment, I can go and live anywhere in Europe. Yeah, like okay. anywhere within the EU, I can go live in in Holland. I can France, mm. live and work. I yeah, don't, yeah. I, I wouldn't need a work permit. Really? Okay. No, I just need to get my my residence papers, and which is which is a, a given. Uh. Like for example, my brother is resident in Holland. In Holland, Holland right? Yeah. yeah. So with Brexit, with Brexit, now all those things will disappear. Yeah. For example, if I'm moving goods from Germany to London, I don't pay no customs or that stuff. It's just yes, everything. So if that all stops, then there's going to be loads of stuff. But but you know what's killing me about a Brexit, a Brexit? And here's the metaphor for um for the 254. Okay. Brexit is something that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. But nobody like in the UK could really wants it. But yet they're still trying to push it anyway. And it made me think about the 254. And I, I want to talk about the former president who's sick, um, Moy. Moy. Right? Daniel Tory. Daniel Tory Moy. So when I came to the 254, you know, everyone was telling me how much Kenya is different. And these are Kenyans telling me how much Kenya is different. And, oh, you're lucky you weren't here during Moy days. You're lucky that you weren't here when Moy was oh, around. The Moy era. The Moy era. The Moy era this, the Moy era that, right? Now that he's 95 years old and he's been in hospital, he's a bit unwell. And, um, you know, guys are like k- kind of venerating him into this, this thing. Yeah. Mm. And this makes me wonder how, on one hand, you guys say this guy was everything that was bad. But now that he's almost like, you know, towards the sunset of his life, mm-hmm. guys are like venerating him into this elder statesman. I, don't, I personally don't get that. Yeah, I don't understand where the, 
where where that happens. Bro, you know what I mean, so he it's been years since mm. you know he stepped down from being president. Ten yeah. what fifteen plus yeah, years, yeah. right? Guys forget. Mm. Guys forget. And if you think about it, right? Um, I was young. I was in primary school when he was president. Right. Yep. You get. So the way my mother or grandfather experienced him as president mm. is not known to me. Right. Because obviously I was too young to understand, ma- to yeah. understand or to know what's mm. going on. Yeah. And if you think about everybody who's talking about them on social media right now mm. are those people who are my age a bit older. Mm. You get yeah. Right? So the conversations, the tone different. is very different. Ah, I get it. I get it. I get the it. The tone's very different. So if you speak to somebody who's 50 yeah. compared to someone who's 20, it's a different conversation. Completely different. Bro. I, when get you it, think, I get it. When you think about guys saying, cool, um, I've had people say there was more cash flow. There when really Moy, was. When Moy was president, right? Yeah, yeah. I've had some stupid stories like, Atiyo, you could even pick up a 1,000 bob note loosely. You could. Mm. When mm. you think about someone saying that, my relationship, my uh, when I remember Moy, mm. I remember KCC, the milk. Right, right, yeah? right, right, right. That's what I know. Okay. And him always firing people on the news. Mm. What yo G? You've had that story. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, one o'clock news was the most important news. If you work in government, man, right. find out whether you still have a job. Also, but, th- think about the number of people who went on exile because of politics, just yeah. because they were anti the government. Mm. But you know, one thing Crazy. that I'll give to Moy, bro. Mm-hmm. No one really talks about it. The schools. Mm. Yeah, education. Man, that bro. brother built education. Well, yeah, right. he built so many schools. Right, right. Uh, but I mean, you're a teacher. What else can you do? It's like true story. I mean, when Kibaki became president, he's an economist. He oh, made the economy mm. better. Yeah. So yeah, if uh, G was to become president of Kenya, we'd have lit parties. We'd have what? Yeah, lit parties. <laughs> what? Is that all I can offer? <laughs> Fucking lit parties for real. Another thing that um is is kind of uh, uh, I've realized on on social media this week, and not just this week generally. Why is everyone so angry? Oh my god! So this morning I saw a tweet where. Unmarried women were mad that married men were cheating. So I'm trying to square that equa- equation. Like, let's say that you're married, yeah? And you're caught cheating, yeah? Um, and Twitter is after you. Everyone is mad because you are a married man and you've cheated. Yet, yet, nine times out of ten, um, as the tweet said, let me, like, paraphrase it. You're okay with the married man cheating when he's paying half of your, your apartment house, fee, yeah, yeah. your mm. school fees, mm. and you're jumping over fences. But fucking, when he gets caught, you're like fucking snakes. That's, snakes. that's what we're <laughs> calling them. Yeah. Bruh, I got onto that conversation. Bro, we've had this conversation, and you've even said it, and someone mentioned it to me. Mm-hmm. Gee, whenever you wear a ring mm. and you post up on social media, yeah. there's more attention. True. True. Yo, that's a Facts only, bro. I had a conversation with uh, some men. We were talking about pictures. So in my business, we do a lot of those, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the married men. So they were talking about when they make presentations, mm-hmm. they, and there's women in it, mm-hmm. they actually play around with their ring. You know how like yeah. you could twist it? Oh, wow. And they pay more fucking attention. Wow. Because they're what just the like, hell? he's married, he's responsible. Oh, you know, yeah. they think about all those damn things. Yeah. So why do you think, you think single men in Nairobi get more pussy than married men? It's the other way around. It's the other way around. Mm. Bro. And so it should be. And so it should. <laughs> you have proved yourself to society. Yeah. You have paid the cost. You should be getting the pum pum bonga points. <laughs> exactly. What? So when when you say 
Pum, That's pum, the title pum. of the podcast. Redeem that shit. <laughs> Redeem it. Redeem that. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> so what do you think about all these chicks who are out here complaining? Bro, uh. come on. It's this have all gone on a date with I'm, a married bro, man. Bro, let me tell you, I, I, I want to pick up a, a couple podcasts. Shout out mm-hmm. to, to Barry who was on the show. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast called Respect the Process. Yeah. Ah. And on his first episode, he spoke about how the situation on the ground is different. different. different yeah. bro. And it's just like, we have all these vaunted opinions mm-hmm. on social media, but the situation on the ground is so fucking different. It's the truth. Like for real. Bro, and, and you know it's not anything that's changed because we're, it's, it's 2019. Mm. Yep. Bro, married men have been going after uh, mm. single women and single women have been going after married men. Mm. Yeah. And um, I've been seeing a similar conversation of women calling out other women for cheating or rather for encouraging married men to cheat on their wives with them. But, you know, it's a two-way thing. Mm. Case in point, say um, I'm married, yeah? Uh-huh. And uh, I'm sleeping with someone else outside my marriage. So other women out there, once they find out, they start pointing fingers and blaming the chick that I'm cheating on my wife with. Yeah, bruh, you know what? That's a good point. You know, like, it's like, for example, if you walk into a house or you walk into a situation, I don't mm. want to even say your house, mm-hmm. but you walk into a house and you catch your girl cheating with... With a, a a dude, yeah. Who do you fight, the dude or your chick? Your oh, chick, you shouldn't, bro. you shouldn't fight. Like yeah. no, no violence, no violence. Yeah. But who you gonna be mad at? Your chick, bro. That's what the beef is at. But some people will turn around and try and be mad at the dude. The dude was just a squirrel trying to get a nut. <laughs> <laughs> that was a setup, and it's no, no not November. <laughs> That's do the you know what I mean? <laughs> most of, most of the guys actually always attack the guy. But why though, bro? Ego. Mm. Man, we're all about the ego, bro. Mm. You're smashing my chick, mm. fam. Oh, you're not rational at that point. So you exactly. to begin with is with the guy. In as much, bro, the woman is the one who brought the whole situation. She, yeah, she, yeah, she said yes. Mm. Your G, uh, the woman's dating you. But most of the time, 100%, you've seen this in life, right? Mm. The men always fight. Bruh, all right, road talk. I've kind of been in that situation. Oh, word. And honestly, like, I just literally walked in uh-huh. the house. Yeah. See, saw what was going on. You see, I was thinking, I was trying to think. <laughs> you walked, you walked share into, this story. Into, them, into them having sex or something. Fucking I walked hell, I walked into a situation. Uh-huh. And literally, do you know what I did? I turned around, took a shower, called Fabian, shagging out to Fabian. I said, Fabian, let's go to the movies. Fabian's my best friend, by the way, my brother. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I went to him. I said to him, "Bruh, you never guess what just happened." And he was like, "What are you gonna do?" I said, "I'm gonna go home tomorrow." So I went home later in the evening after the thing. Went to bed, the two separate bedrooms, obviously. Okay. Went to bed, and um, the next day I was like, "Yo, uh, get out of my house." Real straight because it was my house. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, hold up. So the conversation that we were having last week about you walking into your. Let people enjoy things. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Bruh, I said, but, I, but you wait, know, I said I walked into a situation. And you know the funniest thing about that situation? Uh-huh. Do you know Kenya was tied into that situation? Oh. Because what had happened was, no, Kenya was tied. Now, let, me, let me be honest. So what had happened was, this was in 2007. Mm. Okay. And um, by which time I was already having a conversation with homeboys. Okay. Yeah. So 
well, I've never told this story. All right, so when when um the conversation with homeboy started, pretty much I I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. I was just like, fuck, this is a free ho- this is a free holiday. Yeah. So the thing was, it was like I spoke to John and Mike, and they were like. I was like, yo, you guys get me a ticket. Mm-hmm. Let me come and see what Kenya's about. Okay. So I was thinking, are these poor Africans are not going to give me no ticket. So they sent a flight ticket. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, free holiday for two days. Poor fucking Africans. <laughs> come on, bro. I know. I'm in a different place now than I was then. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um, I missed the flight. Oh. Yeah, I missed the flight. So on the way back from missing the flight is now when I was getting home. Oh, oh karma. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Ooh. Yeah, like she didn't even fucking wait for you to be airborne. I swear. Oh my god. So suffice it to say, oh I, my I didn't goodness. walk into like like <gasps> that, but I walked into a situation. Do you know yeah, what passing. song fits perfectly into this? What? Emon. How could you bring him home? <laughs> oh my goodness! Please insert that song right here, bro. Fam. God damn. I can't believe I've shared that story, bro. As in so. <sighs> True story. So if you'd have caught the flight, you'd have never known. Well, actually, to be honest, I did have suspicions because back in the day, in those days, I used to collect wine. Yeah. Like I used to, I used to collect loads of stuff. And I always used to know it because I used to DJ around the world. Mm. So there's times I'd go to Dubai, I'd come back, there's like three or four bottles of my best wine mm. was done. And I'm like, well, like what, what's going on here? But yeah. you yeah. know, your ego is just like, ah, maybe whatever, friends yeah, around, yeah, cousins yeah. around, yeah. trying to just be like that. And yeah, that's it. And that's why, honestly, me, I trust nobody. Mm. Because, God damn. yeah, so there you go. That's your vulnerability on the podcast today. Damn. Fucking hell, bro. True story. I don't know what, I'm, you know, now that you mention it, yesterday, mm. the same story was given to me by the Uber driver. Really? Yeah. Mm. So I needed to pass through the mall and uh-huh. pick up something, right? So the Uber driver's like, you're buying something for someone? I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm doing it, you know, because, you know, they deserve it, right? Mm. And so we started talking. He's like, yo, bro, man, you know, you know when they just start talking and you're just yeah. like, bro. Mm. So this guy is telling me about one time. So in the Uber business, you know, um, they pick up, yeah. taxi business, they pick up people, all, kind of people. all what, mm. what, what. So he says, one time he's headed up towards Kasarani, mm. right? Okay. And his shorty used to live on that end. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's taking another chick home, but this chick is trying to like hook up with him. Mm. And this guy's like, no, bro, I'm just trying to drop you yeah. so I can swing by my shorties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bust a nut and all of that. Mm-hmm. So drops her, boom, gets to this chick's his digs. Mm-hmm. Fam, the noises coming from the door and all God of that. Damn. The bro is like, what the fuck? Mm. Damn. And this guy, Mark you, he's come from like, Rehab. Yeah, yeah. He's like a recovering alcoholic and mm. stuff. Oh, bro. That's the test right trigger. there. Yo, trigger. Mm. Would you believe he didn't even touch no alcohol? Oh, but he stood there uh. from like 6 a.m. in the morning up until 11. But this is what I'm saying. And this is why I always say to you, and I've said it on the air, and maybe, maybe, maybe now it has some context. It's like, end of the day, yeah, people are going to be people and people are going to do things that people do. Mm-hmm. So I want people to de- Take the defantasize this whole thing of relationships and marriage, and I'm not going to try and say that they can't work and they shouldn't work. You shouldn't be loyal, but be ex- be prepared for the exact for the the most madness that can happen. No surprise. I'm trying to say, yeah. You know, like yesterday, I um, um I listened to a podcast. I listened to most mornings, the one about Daily Stoic. Yeah, yeah. And it's like everything is built on sand. Mm. So end of the day, it's like it's your ego that says to you. This can't happen to me. This won't happen to you. Until it does. 
So mm. all you can do is be ready. So that's why I think my outlook on life, and I guess especially relationships, is the way it is. That I don't put nothing past anyone. Yeah. And I just know that whatever happens on the other side, I still got to be okay. You know what I mean? But you know what's crazy is um, dating marriage with social media is now so, so different. Bruh, it's a madness. It's course, fucking bro. mad, bro. It's a madness. Bruh, it's, like, I bruh, think... It's, it's a madness. How many of your brethren and your sisters are in relationships and you've never seen their significant... You've, it's like, for example, you, you, in, in the old school days, you'd walk into your mom and your dad's house, you'd see a picture of their wedding day, oh, yeah. maybe the graduation day. Mm. Nowadays, guys are not leaving any traces no prisoners are being taken. But there are people out there, yeah, who are in these relationships and they, you know, you know they're in a relationship. They, they, they talk about a relationship. It might be public, might be private, whatever, whatever it is. There is no evidence of it. Yeah, but because people are so shook about the fact that in a minute, all eyes can be on you. Bro, because if you think about like the three of us, right? We have mm-hmm. the podcast, we have the show. Obviously, people are in touch with us on a daily. Yeah. So people generally like us right so they uh, want to i don't know about that but yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they try to identify with they us. identify the like us one mm. that's why you know mm-hmm. everything right mm. bro honestly i don't think i'm for that whole posting of significant others mm. brah the people want to know it's something very simple right you've seen you've seen it on twitter you post up about your significant other mm. when you guys fall off we want to know why uh, or people get invested. Yeah, like yeah, that entitled. thing with um, um, this comedian Natalie. Fella. No, Nat- yeah. no, Natalie. Yeah, Mustang, same Natalie. thing. And yeah. I can't pronounce again. Yeah. Name. yeah, yeah, bro. You mm. saw how he built. It, it, it got to whatever. Yeah, and bro, I don't think there's people strong enough. That kind of hate, man. Mm. They love you, then they hate you. Yeah, and then they love you again. But bro. there's different ways of looking at this because some people go with the notion that what people don't know, they can't use against you. You know, yeah, but so that no. way they choose to keep everything yeah. to themselves. But the thing about it is, I just think that end of the day. And I think, and, and to be honest, I kind of relate to, to Joe Budden in this sentiment. Guys like us guys, my generation, see, we had our whole lives mm. without social media. Yeah, our yeah. Everything. fucking life. Yeah. Like, I joined Facebook in, what, 2007? There, but. And I think maybe before you'd been on MySpace, MySpace was more musical and DJ oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. And High Five, I never really fucked with High Five. So let's just say... Shit really blew up post 2007, 2008, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so in the context of my own life, bruv, I've spent like, you know, 30 years without social media. Clear. You know what I'm trying to say? So for me to like, like for me to see something happening on social media, right? And then be like, oh my God, weeping and wailing and national thief. It's like, okay, let me just look out for eight hours and then look back in in, in 10 hours time or whatever, or tomorrow or yeah. next week yeah. and see what's up. You get me? Yeah. yeah. But- I really, one thing I've learned is that people take this social media thing so fucking seriously. Yeah. In the sense of, I remember a few years ago, I, I, I deleted, deleted all of my friends yeah, I remember, yeah. on, mm. on Instagram, right? I deleted all of my friends. It was a social experiment. Like, yeah. I said, I'm going to have zero followers for a week to see what it, um, follow zero people. Bruh. That was like, what, three years ago? About three. Three. Do you know? There are conversations I have now. Because obviously, if you delete everyone from who you're following, you're not going to remember to add everyone back. Of course. Yeah. Bruh, there are conversations I've had where people were like, 
oh, but you deleted me on Instagram, so I thought that it meant that you just didn't want to fuck with me no more. And I'm like, what the fuck is that all Chill about? Out. But it's gone into that personal level. Mm. You know, it's it's interesting that you mentioned social media, right? Um, T.I. Mm. was talking about Eddie Murphy. Right? Okay. So Eddie Murphy, come on, bro. Eddie Murphy's a star. Legend. Legend, Legend right? Legend there. You know, his whole journey and everything. And mm. um, so they're on a new movie together. And he's mm. talking about how he'd go hang out with him. You know, mm. they're doing a movie, so he's trying to get the roles, yeah, what, yeah. what, what. So Eddie Murphy, apparently at his house, just likes to chill. Right. Uh, his phone will probably be off. None of that Instagram, what, mm. what, what. If you want to see Eddie, mm. go see him at his house. Right. You guys are not interrupted by Instagram, what, what, uh, what, telling yeah, right, right. what. Like yeah. he says, come meet me and let's have a conversation. He's not bothered to come find you or look at Instagram to find out what you're about. And right. But you think about Eddie Murphy, who's a creative, all the movies he's done mm. all these years and what he's still doing. Bro, yeah. I, I know people who are not even on WhatsApp. Yeah. Like they're on no social platforms. Nothing. Life is No good. trace whatsoever. Yeah. And you know, I thought about it, right? Mm. I thought about it. I think I want to try weekends, maybe two in a month, mm. where on Friday, after out, work, plug out. If you really need to urgently reach me, mm. you can email me. This or, you can, or, or you can call me. No, Guys, I'm no phone. No, I wouldn't go so far. I'd have the phone on. Because you see, because the thing about it is, bro, no one calls anyone these days. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to say, that at the end of the day, if you need to get in touch with me over that weekend, you can call me. You can text me. Sour. Mm. Yeah. Those are conventional mes- methods of communication. True. Yeah. But don't WhatsApp me. Don't fucking inbox Everything. me. Don't Instagram me. Don't tweet me. Yeah, because you know, funny enough, well, because he went on to further explain that when you're disconnected like that, you actually get to experience more. When's the last time you were in a car? Say you're not driving yourself, right? So you're taking an Uber, say from here all the way up until Westlands. Do you know there's so many things you miss out on because you're looking down? You're in the back of your true facts. Um, I was uh, shout out to Ray. We work with her at Homeboys Radio. So I was driving with her two days ago. Yeah, and I was the one driving because we usually had the same direction. And uh, just around Kilimani, we passed by uh, a hotel. I won't mention the name. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I have never noticed this hotel right here. Yeah. And she's been using that same road for same road. years, bro. Yeah. For years, bro. So the moment you just unplug, Boom. you know, you pay attention to what's around you, your environment, you get to notice everything that you've been missing out on. Facts. Mm. I wonder if the people who are listening to the podcast, like, or do you guys reckon that you could plug out and disconnect for like a week? I mean, obviously, come back next Friday to listen to the next episode <laughs> of The Mics Are Open, of course. But could you plug out? And uh, this this is one of the reasons why I have a banner phone or a kabambe. You know, two reasons, yeah. yeah? When I'm going for events and I don't really need to be having my phone calls, yo, you know, events in Kenya. Focus. Kenya. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the second reason is the sec- that, that second phone has only emergency contacts. Mm. Like, I know if I don't get to hear from these people, maybe something is wrong. If, yeah. they, if they reach out to me using this number, I know there has to be a very good reason as to why. And leave the other phone at home. Mm. You know, shout out to Nishinsky. In one of his songs, he sings about the fact that he has two phones. Right. And when he sees one ringing, he knows these people want me, these people want money, these people want this and this, and I'm not about that right now. Right. I want to focus on what I'm doing. You know, mm. so I, I guess there's different ways to handle this issue. Shagana to Nashinsky boy. Yeah. Bruh, but it's crazy just like, mm. like just how much social media As, is tied yeah. in to with like work and all of it that. It's bro. Bro, yeah. like, For imagine real. that. 
It's crazy. Man. Imagine G, for instance, you going silent for a whole month. Wow. Like guys, I, guys are gonna be like, we don't know where he's DJing at. We don't know where he is. Where he is. I really he hasn't re- been at work. I really respect what you did when you went to Lagos. You know, mm. despite the, I, I know maybe there, there was so much going on at that time, but you completely unplugged. You're like, hey, your guys, me, I'm off. You left the groups, and you are like, add me back when I'm back. Yeah. At work. You know, I'm, I want to, I want to be intentional and try and live in the moment. Yeah. Because mm. I know for a fact that I can spend hours. Just on my phones, this, that, and the other, and like, I just want to like practice, um, getting to the point where I can see my phone and notifications, and just not. It's crazy, bruh. The fa- the last week has been very insightful. Kanye West drops his album, right? Yeah. And on one of the interviews uh, with Big Boy, he says, "Bro, you think you really have your chick?" He's mm. like, "Nah, Instagram has your chick." Mm. You know how typically back in the day when our grandparents and parents, you'd dress up for your man mm. or woman. Nowadays, cool. You, you dress, dress for the gram. For the gram. I swear. That's I why swear. they'll be like the gram saw it first. Like that's why you like, like even the other day when um when there was a picture of Kanye yeah. and Kim, uh, guys were like, yo, Kanye is stuck in his jacket and he looks fucked up. <laughs> but let's be honest, Kanye did look a bit fucked up. He, he looked did. like a oh, farmer. Yeah. <laughs> you look like Bubba Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> so think about it. How many times, say for instance, you've told a shorty, I'm gonna pick you up, let's go for lunch. Boom, pop. Smack yeah. f- straight on, on the gram. All ah. guys do it as well. So there's no surprise bruh, element. Bruh, listen, guys are as bad as Chile's with Instagram. Yeah. Straight up. And it's I used to be that guy. I won't even lie to you. Yeah. Fam, I, come on. You know I used to post like used to nobody's <laughs> business. I could post five times a day. Now sometimes I, I go for a week or two without even Same posting. Same thing with me. Mm. As in, I, I even struggle to come up with captions. It's like a writer's block or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because there's so much happening. But that, that shit, when Kanye said it, and I'm mm. going to quote it, he was like, Instagram's got your bitch. Mm. I was like, hey. Something to this. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. For real, man. Bruv, Christmas is coming up. We're like oh, seven weeks away from Christmas. Man. Do you know what? I ain't even going to lie to you. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting me a Christmas present, don't even bother. You can bring I've them my way. Bought everything that I need. Bring I'm them my good way. Good to go. Bring the money. Let's get Andy. <laughs> let's get Andy a car. Yeah. Let's Clean. get Calvin whatever he needs. Fuck it. Don't. I don't want anything. Let's just let's give it to these guys, <laughs> bro. I've had a fucking crazy month financially. Yeah. yeah. Shout going out to Prudential um, Insurance though. Uh, of course, you know we we did that whole thing with them financial yeah. tracking. So obviously, you know I I, I track my spending, yeah. bro. This month has been ridiculous. Expenses. Like ridiculous. Like as in the money I've spent this month, I could have bought a car. That's Damn. how much money. And I'm, I'm not, and that's not a brag or anything. Yeah. Just that like. That comparison, yeah. Just a comparison. But you know the crazy thing about it is I, I was thinking, I always suffer with this thing called buyer's regret. Yeah. Ah. I buy something and then yeah. I, I second guess myself like, fuck, why have I spent this money Hold on this money, thing? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, but then I'm thinking to myself, why do we always kind of, people preach that doctrine of deferred gratification, meaning if you can afford it now, why do we feel bad when we spend stuff, buy stuff for ourselves or the people that, we, that we're close to, that we love, and we have this thing called bright buyers regret? regret. Shouldn't, shouldn't the doctrine just be, if you got it and you want it now, 
just get it and enjoy it because you might die tomorrow. That's a yeah. black mentality, I swear to God. <laughs> does, does it hold us back? It kind of does. How now? Bro, like, you are allowed to have moments where you just, you know, buy this, buy yeah. that, buy yeah. that. But yo, bro, planning is important. It mm. is, it really is. Bro, there's days I used to think, I used to check into the mall and buy random. The mm. most random thing I've done in my life mm. Well, I don't regret it, but mm. I walked into the mall to buy ice cream. Like, mm. I was looking for ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I ended mm. up living with a home theater. Damn. Mm. Like, Must there was nice. just an offer, mm. and I was like, oh, shit, cool, pick mm. it up. You get, but it was something that I needed, right? Mm. But think about it, man. How many things do you actually buy that you don't need and you don't, you've not planned for? No. Well, I can say that everything that I bought this month, nah, that's a lie. I didn't need it. I didn't, I didn't need all of it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just wanted it. But they're tools of trade to some extent. Yeah, some of it. Yeah. And mm. we, we, we talked about this on the financial podcast. Shout out to Prudential. When Z, I was asking you, do you rationalize these things? Like, you've brought something. As you said, buyers, buyers what? Buyers, buyers remorse. remorse. Buyers yeah. remorse, you know. So you start rationalizing it. And I asked you, how do you deal with something like that? Case in point, you're talking about maybe this month you've bought a couple of things that eh, you might not have really needed, but you're like, I want this. Let me get this right now. Mm. You know, but you can afford it right now. Do you know how I rationalize it, though? I'm like, fucking hell. That alarm goes off every morning at 4.45. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm DJing in this club until 2 a.m. Yeah. I deserve to have the best shit. Exactly. That's what you tell yourself? Yeah. For me, <laughs> when I know I've spent a lot, I just tell myself, fuck you. You need to make some more. Yeah, I do that as well, though. That's it. Mm. I like, met- I just tell myself, you need to. And in that moment, for like a week, I'm just like... So I know... Yeah. We've, we've made it back yeah. and something on top. Hey, but bro. the trick in that is uh, uh. it can fuck you up. Yeah. Because you end up, it's well, a cycle. You're always chasing. So you end up, boom you end up, bust. you end up, boom, boom being at one point because mm. you're, you're rushing to replace what you've lost yeah. and then make a little bit more yeah. then do the same blow thing it. again. So yeah. it's bro. not the best of thinking. Right. Yeah. I usually tell myself this and it works for me. I tell myself, you will thank yourself for buying this one day. And it always works for me. Fuck Apple. <laughs> Apple just exists to take our money. Now, before we wrap up, I want to talk real quickly about the moment of meditation. Now, for, for those of you who don't know, um, the three of us together, we do a radio show, which is one of Nairobi's popular morning shows, I might add. Most. Maybe not the popular, most popular one, because we don't do the stuff <laughs> the other guys do. But we're, we're, we're pretty popular. And... Um, the show is changing a lot. There's a lot of changes at the station. So one of the things that came out uh, of our workshop last week was that um, the moment, moment of meditation, meditation. which is a, a daily quote I do around about 7.50 where we kind of analyze a part of life and we back it up with, a, with some gospel music. It was not really too pleasing to the ear of, um, of um, the new management. Yeah. So um, yeah, the moment of meditation is going to become a podcast in its own right, produced by the good company as well, the same guys who produce this podcast. And uh, it's going to be a daily meditation um, podcast, just giving you good vibes to start your day. It's going to actually be released every day at the same time, 7.50, and you'll have to just subscribe to it so that you get the alerts, and it'll be across all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and everything. So let's give you a heads up about, about the moment of meditation. I personally don't think that inspiration goes out of style. Never. Of course. You know what Never I mean? does, yeah. All right, this has been a very random edition of The Mics Are Open. Let's go fuck shit up. We sounded <laughs> quasi 
intelligent, fucking hell. emotional, bro. But it's, the beautiful thing about the podcast today is this signifies when we wrap up the start of a weekend. So us guys are out. Our weekend has started. Enjoy yours. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment. And make sure you sleep with somebody else's girl. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not intro. But I'm not my mind, Panama. Well, you know, we don't have to go.